home improvements, home renovations, home maintenance, home repairs, and all the other challenges of home ownership. Welcome to the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. Greetings, salutations, and Happy New Year, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Doug, and I ain't no Speedy Gonzalez. When it comes to renovating, to say that I take things slow would be an understatement. Now, I've known this since my first house, where it took me about six years to complete a basement renovation. But you know what they say. Slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. In fact, I remember having a conversation with a co-worker about finishing basements. Now, of course, this is a while ago, like about 15 to 20 years, so I may be misremembering some of the details. Like, I'm not sure if I was still working on the basement at the time, or even if it was after we had actually sold that house. But this co-worker and I, we compared notes. Remember, I spent half a decade working on my basement. She bragged that... She had some relatives come in and finish her basement in a weekend. Mind you, she wasn't exactly clear on what that entailed, but she did seem to suggest that her basement was a blank slate and everything got done in like a three-day period. That's not out of the realm of possibility, but I really questioned the quality of the workmanship and whether or not it would even meet code. The electrical was likely done without a permit, since it's highly unlikely that a rough-in inspection would have taken place on a weekend. And I doubt that the walls were finished with drywall, or if they were, that the drywall was finished since three days for three coats of mud plus priming and painting isn't that much time. For the record, I had done drywall in my basement. But then this was back in the dying days of the 4 by 8 sheets of wood paneling, so... Maybe that's what they did. And we never talked about what she did as far as the ceiling or the flooring, which can both be weekend projects of their own. So if we were to compare our basements side to side, I would like to think that mine would have come out ahead. Not that it's a competition. And quite frankly, if she was happy with her basement, then more power to her. But there would be a difference in the quality and the workmanship of our two basements. And I'm not saying that mine was a high-end architectural masterpiece worthy of being featured in a magazine. No, sir, not by a long shot. But it was appropriate to the house, and it added value. And the workmanship, if I do say so myself, was decent. Now, there is something to be said for a weekend project actually being done in a weekend. But there's also something to be said for a project taking as long as it takes to be done well. I'm also reminded of another conversation I had early on into my basement renovation. I was complaining to someone about how long it was taking me. I think I was about a year in at that point. And they said, well, that's nothing. Because it took their father five years to get his basement to where he wanted it. So, how long should it take to finish a basement? I guess that would be akin to when Abraham Lincoln was asked how long a man's legs should be. His famous reply was, long enough to reach the ground. How long should a basement renovation take? As long as it takes. 
I found myself asking this very question last week when I spent an hour hanging a single sheet of drywall. Now, I know, I know that's a ridiculous amount of time to hang one piece of drywall, but I had to cut out for the electrical outlet and a cold air return, so there was a lot of measuring involved. (laughs) A lot of measuring. And double-checking. And measuring some more. And I don't have a spiral saw, so the cuts were made with a utility knife and a keyhole saw. Maybe with a spiral saw, it could have been done in five minutes. But regardless of how long it took, it's done. And that wall is going to be there for a long, long time. Whoever lives in this house after us isn't going to care how long a particular renovation took. They're not going to care whether it took five minutes or an hour to hang that sheet of drywall. They're only going to care about how that wall looks. Let's not forget that I started this basement renovation back in April of last year, and I literally thought at the time that it was only going to take me a couple of months. The framing? A couple days for each wall. That would take about a week. Another week for the electrical. Maybe a couple weeks for the drywall. A weekend for the floor, and, well, you get the idea. It all appears quick and easy on paper, but... The reality is far different. Hey, want to know how you can renovate a kitchen in a week? Here's what you do. Day one, demolition. Day two, your electrical and plumbing. Day three, hang the drywall. Do your taping plus the uh, fill coat of mud. Day four, the finishing coat of mud. Day five, you sand everything, prime and paint. So day six, you hang your cabinets. And day seven, you lay your floor. So, you know, tack on maybe a couple more days for the backsplash and trim. So maybe a week and a half. The reality is that a typical kitchen renovation is probably going to take you a month or more. Because here's the thing with most home renovation projects. They almost always take longer than you think they will. Even if you hire pros, you're still going to run into issues with scheduling and delays and whatever surprises you find once you start opening up walls. Now, the biggest culprit when it comes to distorting time frames is television. I'm talking about those home improvement shows on like HGTV and other channels because there's nothing like a slick television production to mess with your perception of time. Back in the 2000s, because I am nothing if not hip and with the time, so I'm going back 15 years. But back in the 2000s, you had weekend makeover shows like While You Were Out and Trading Spaces, where rooms were painted and redecorated in a couple of days. Now, these were fun shows to watch, but in addition to the designer and the family doing the makeover... You also had a dedicated carpenter doing, you know, any carpentry work or furniture building. And then there were who knows how many people who weren't on camera, working behind the scenes, moving stuff around and helping with the staging. And all the materials were on site and ready to go. So there was, there were no time sucking trips to the big box store. And of course, you had the big reveal which was edited for television. So you're not going to see the imperfections on camera. 
You're not going to see the crew moving stuff around or hiding stuff so that every angle looks perfect. They take a shot from one angle, move a bunch of stuff, take the shot from another angle. You get the idea. What you see is what appears to be a complete room transformation done by average people with the guidance of a designer and the help of a carpenter. And you think, holy crap, look what they did in a couple of days with a limited budget. (laughs) Maybe we can do that ourselves next weekend. The closest my wife and I came to a while-you-were-out scenario was when we cleaned up our daughter's room while she was spending a week with her cousins. We cleaned up her room, changed the closet doors, and built a flat-pack dresser, bookcase, and bed to get things organized. We didn't exactly work all day every day, and we certainly did not work around the clock. But this minimal transformation still took about a week. And it was exhausting, and we didn't even paint. But that's the reality. There was the trip to Home Depot for the closet doors. There was the trip to more than one furniture store for the furniture. There was the time it took to put the furniture together. There was the time to hang the bifold doors after giving them two coats of semi-gloss paint, of course. And then there was the trim around the closet. And when we were done, there was no pile of stuff stashed in another room out of sight of the camera. Everything was put away in its place. I will admit that those home makeover in a weekend shows made for fun television. My wife and I enjoyed watching them together. And they could be a source of inspiration. Of course, you have to remove the artificial drama of a seemingly unrealistic deadline from the equation. But they did show these incredible room transformations. They also popularized the horrid trend of the theme room, but we won't get into that. Still, you saw average people doing much of the work. And if that family can do it, why can't ours? There have been other shows like house flipping shows and renovation shows where weeks or even months of work is condensed into an hour episode. Now, these types of shows don't necessarily conform to an unrealistic deadline but the viewer may not realize just how much time has passed from the start of the project to the end. A week's worth of 10-hour days might be condensed into a five-minute montage. And again, you might not see just how many people are involved. Let me give you a bad example of something you might see. Let's say you have two house flippers, and they're doing a kitchen demolition. Kitchen demolition almost always involves at least one sledgehammer. Wood splinters fly, tiles are smashed, plaster is pulverized. There's a shot of the entire countertop with the sink still attached as it's thrown into the bin. And often a water pipe will be inadvertently damaged in the process and water sprays everywhere. And all of this takes place in a couple minutes of television time. What you don't see is the phone call ordering the bin and taking time out to get the driver instructions when the bin is delivered. You don't see the multiple trips out to the bin carrying buckets of debris. You may see the first few swings of the sledgehammer, but not the other 50. 
You may see a pry bar ripping out a couple nails from the wall, but not the hundreds of others. And I could go on. Hours of work condensed into a couple minutes of television. And keep in mind that we are dealing with two house flippers in this scenario. So if you're working alone, double those hours. Because what takes two guys four hours to do is going to take one person at least eight hours. In four hours, someone might take a break for 15 minutes or so to catch their breath and rehydrate. In eight hours, you're going to need more breaks than that. So eight hours of work might require nine hours. And if this isn't the sort of thing you usually do, you're probably going to be a bit sore the next day. And you're probably going to move slower. So whatever you do on day two is going to take a little longer. So now you're stretching into a third day to accomplish what those two guys got done on day one. A couple minutes of television, and you're already into your third day. So now maybe it's beginning to feel like this project is going to take forever. That is exactly how my basement renovation feels. That's how my first basement renovation felt. Why is it taking so long? Actually, I am taking my time with this basement, as I previously explained in an earlier episode, to help spread the cost out. I was in Home Depot the other day, buying my weekly allotment of four sheets of mold-resistant drywall. And as I was loading the fourth sheet of blue board onto the cart, another customer in the aisle asked me if I needed a hand. I thanked him and explained that I was just getting the four sheets. And uh, we got into a bit of a conversation. He asked me how much the blue board was because there was no price on the stack. I told him it's around 23 or 24 bucks. He said that's what he figured. He figured it was around double the price of regular drywall. And then he proceeded to explain that he was finishing his basement and his wife wanted him to use the mold-resistant stuff to be on the safe side. I laughed and said that's exactly what I was doing. And I, too, was using the mold-resistant stuff to be on the safe side. But at that price, I was just buying four at a time. I asked him how many sheets he was getting, preparing to offer to help him load them up. Twenty. He said that he was getting all of his at once that day because he had a buddy who was able to help him, and he was going to take advantage of that. And just then, another guy came up with a cart, and they started loading it. And I thought to myself, yeah, they will probably get most of that project done today. And I thought that to myself as I wheeled my four sheets, which represent 10% of my project, towards the checkout. In the time that I paid for my purchase and loaded those sheets into the minivan alone, they probably stacked up their 20 sheets and were ready to head out the door themselves because, of course, there was two of them. Now, so far, I have bought 20 sheets of drywall for my project over the course of a couple months. They bought 20 sheets in one day and will probably hang them all in that one day. I have another 20 sheets to go, so probably a couple more months. But you know what? That's okay, because like I said, there is a financial component to this. But there's also the time component as well. 
slow and steady wins the race. As long as you're not racing against someone. There are advantages to taking your time with renovations. Back in the spring last year, before we had the new furnace installed, I was going to simply frame out a new doorway for the laundry room and block off the existing one. And I bought the lumber to do that. And as I tore into the old wall, I realized that there were a few problems with the existing framing. He said that he was getting all of his at once today because he had a buddy who was able to help him and he wanted to take advantage of that. And just then, another guy came up with a cart and they started loading it. And I thought to myself, yeah, they will probably get most of that project done that day. Thought that to myself as I wheeled my four sheets, which represent 10% of my project, towards the checkout. In the time that I paid for my purchase and loaded those sheets into the minivan alone, they probably stacked up their 20 sheets and were ready to head out the door themselves. Because, of course, there was two of them. Now, so far, I have bought 20 sheets of drywall for my project over the course of a couple of months. They bought 20 sheets in one day and will probably hang them that day. I have another 20 sheets to go. So, a couple more months. But that's okay. Like I said, there is a financial component to this, but there's also the time component as well. Slow and steady wins the race, as long as you're not racing against someone else. There are advantages to taking your time with renovations. Back in the spring last year, before we had the new furnace installed, I was simply going to frame out a new doorway for the laundry room and block off the existing one. And I bought the lumber to do that. And as I tore into the old wall, I realized that there were a few problems with the existing framing. So the original project was to remove a couple studs from one spot, add a couple of studs in another spot, and sheet it with drywall. Simple. But now the project was going to involve a little more work. Still, not a big deal, but it was a hiccup that caused a little delay as I assessed the situation. Good thing, too, because when we had the furnace installed, one of the HVAC guys suggested moving the laundry, which would create a different layout for the basement. More work? Yes. And it meant that the wall that I was going to be messing with for the laundry room was going to go bye-bye. Which means that had I actually done the work that I planned to do when I planned to do it, it would have been a wasted effort. Or I would have simply dismissed the suggestion and stuck with my original plan. Are you kidding? I just framed that wall. I'm not going to take it out now. But what ended up happening, because I waited a week, I was presented with a better option. One that's going to have a good return on investment. This is the huge advantage of having a project take longer than anticipated. It gives it some room to breathe. And maybe you're able to rethink some aspect and come up with a better idea. To see something that wasn't 
obvious at first. It gives you a chance to change a plan before you reach the point of no return. And something else. The reason I ended up gutting the basement in the first place was because of water problems, which have since been addressed. Because I haven't been in a hurry, I have been able to satisfy myself that those problems have actually been solved before possibly burying them behind drywall. For example, if there was still a leak, it would be easier to detect and cheaper and easier to access and repair before the walls were finished. But enough time has now passed without further signs of water infiltration that I can confidently finish the walls. I've talked before about how I tend to overthink stuff and second-guess myself, and yeah, uh, the longer a project drags on, the more opportunity there is to obsess. But I would rather take the time to do something in the best way possible than to finish something quickly and wish that I'd done it differently. So if it seems like your project is dragging on forever, remember these four things. One, home improvements always take longer than you think. Two, you're only human. Don't compare yourself to a slick television production. Three, a longer time frame provides more opportunities to problem solve and modify and improve your plan. And also to make sure that there are no problems with the work that you've done so far. And four, when all is said and done, how long a project took won't matter. The quality of design and workmanship will. And with that, I would like to thank you for joining me for this episode of the Thumb and Hammer Home Improvement Podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, you know the drill. You can visit my website at thumbandhammer.com and follow me on Twitter at thumbandhammer. I will be back again in a couple weeks. Until then, cheers. <laughs>